0: How will the Packers live life in a post-Devontae Adams world? How will they lean more on A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones? Dusty Evely, our pal with the X's and O's knowledge, is here to break it all down.
1: You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. To do it. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Float Your team Pop! every day.
0: Touchdown! You are locked on Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bakowski, and I cover the Packers for the Leap. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at LockedOnPackers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find LockedOnPackers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. And thanks to everyone who makes LockedOnPackers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us. As much as we like starting our day with you, today's episode brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. Dusty Evely, the uh, the man with the coach's clicker, who knows clip draw. As well as anybody, uh, I was on his stream last week. This is a little home and home. I did his show. He's doing mine. We'd love to talk to him about ball. We got a little uh, listener requested conversation in, in parts of it here. So um, our Summer Friday series um, is almost complete. And we're going to continue to have interviews throughout the season. It's not over by any means. Um, we still have our same sort of uh, workflow. Some of us um, who are new to the program out there. Um, Expert Tuesdays, we've got Lily Zhao on Wednesdays, or at least we did. Um, I have to, I have to relock that down, but we are, we are working on that. Um, you know, contract negotiations are ongoing. We have our crossover on Thursday, and then our live show on Friday. We will go live um, on Fridays, five thirty Central Time, I believe, is what we're going to do this season, um, so everyone can be out of work. Hopefully, they can get a beverage. Hopefully, and we can talk some Packers. It should be a lot of fun. Before we get to Dusty, let's talk about our friends at Bet Online, your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs this season. Find all the latest football developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week lines. Packers still favored. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check on all of your favorite sports scores, events, including baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Joining me now, one of my favorites, Dusty Evely, the X's and O's guru. Um, I had a, an an and O's pun that I had ready that I forgot. So it was, it, it was probably bad. It was a dad joke, but we're we're two dads here talking ball. Yeah. Uh, so I we're allowed to make some bad dad jokes, I think, right? Uh, it's expected of us is my understanding. yeah <laughs> it's part of the brand. That's ok. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has been um a really fun off season to dig into concepts and the tape and you and I had a lot of fun at least I had fun I hope you did too on on the stream talking um play action concepts Mm -hmm. we we saw Jordan Love um running a lot of did you did you think that we got any insight on what this offense is going to look like in the preseason or do you think that like Jordan Love Aaron Rodgers bifurcation is big enough that we don't really get to see the the real deal
1: I always had such a hard time with that. I mean, even if that was Aaron Rodgers, I have such a hard time with like what you want to show in the preseason. Right. right. It's, it's a, at some point it becomes a, well, I know that, you know, that I know that, you know, type of thing. <laughs> like, are, are you showing this to put it on tape that you're never going to run it again? Are you going to do it? And then are you playing with It's, it's everything. So it's such a mind game with that stuff. Um, I do think some of it, uh, I think, i think it opens a window somewhat and i think a lot of what we talked about i know we talked about uh they didn't run it but we talked about you know why leak which is you know kind of the white whale they've run twice in the floor uh, and and hope they run it again but we talked about this at some point last year uh you and i had a conversation about um kind of the the rise of some of those half boot concepts that are running Mm -hmm. out of play action because of the way the end is crashing on that rollout that you have to have a counter for that and the counter has been a lot of half boot stuff and so we saw some of that i mean the um I guess not exactly, but the the the, the incompletion to Torre was kind of like a play-action boot, but it's kind of like yeah. a half. Like He didn't quite boot all the way. I don't think he got just past the tackle, essentially. So you've got this kind of – even the boot stuff, some of that you're pulling up a little short. So, again, I don't know how much to take from that, but I do think just based on the way defenses are – I mean, the wide zone stuff, I mean, it's now – more widespread than it had been before, right? Like, I mean, the Vikings were running it before. They're really going to be running it now with O'Connell. I mean, it's kind of it's making its way throughout the league. They're going to put the penalty to more. the metal on that one. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah, so much. And so defenses, I think, are going to lead more into that that crash the edge and take that away, which leads to more of the half boot stuff, which we saw some of the preseason. So I think. You know, I don't think you can take a ton away from that, but I think you can see a kernel in there of of likely what the counter is going to be to how defenses are kind of adjusting to that stuff.
0: One thing that I that I do think is going to translate just because it's going to have to translate is the renewed emphasis on play action to create shot plays. It was a huge piece of what they did in 2020. Mm-hmm. And they just couldn't get it going last year. Like it no. just did not work the same way for whatever reason. And I think teams were, were not respecting the the run fakes the same kind of way. Um, and so they're going to have to get that fixed with the run game. And this is where I want to go with this. The Amari Rodgers in the backfield split gun, mm-hmm. more, more two back sets. How do you like, and we, and this was part partially requested by, by uh long time listener of the show, uh, Jen Curtin. uh, She was like, guys, please get into, get into the nitty gritty (laughs) of the, of the 21 personnel. But like, to me, when you're looking at how to exploit these two high defenses, if you're going to sit back in too high, you have to have a counter. The Packers were not able to run the ball out of it last year. I think this is a way to create those matchups this year out of those two back sets, whether it's Jones, whether it's, Dylan, whether it's Amari Rodgers, and eventually whether it's Kylan Hill and some of these other guys. Can you explain why that could work theoretically against the two high defense?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, so what you're, I mean, you're trying to, you're trying to bait them. So there's a, there's a give and take there. I mean, we, if we go back to when they were using Jones initially, you think of like that KC game, was it 2019, 2020? Hmm. I think 2019, 2019. Yeah. Yeah. When he went nuts and then the he made the whole adjusted. plane out of Aaron Jones. Yeah, basically. Yeah, he's running sluggos out there, which he can do. I mean, he was, I go, I, I say this a lot, but it's like, well, he's what like, the number of years into his, his NFL career at this point uh, the you know, college, but he was a receiver in high school. So he's got some of those skills. And we've seen that. I mean, he's got, again, not a whole lot of running backs run a convincing sluggo on the outside and he'll run some really nuanced routes when they ask him to. Uh, but it's not. And so what was happening out with you, like, or actually at that KC game and before that was you run Aaron Jones out of that. And you, they, they drop a linebacker out with them. you'd be not necessarily base package, but nickel package or whatever. And then it's Aaron Jones, man to man with a, with a linebacker. And so you have some of that. Well, then the defense is adjusting. they start bringing a defensive back. Um, w- what you should be able to do is you should be able to run into light boxes with that, because if you, if you bring a defensive back in and then you motion, if you, if you picture the way I picture it is two guys in the backfield, you motion one of them out. If that's a linebacker. Then you've got you've got Aaron Jones with a linebacker outside. Now picture Aaron Jones outside, and there's a cornerback. You bring the you bring him in. Now you've got a cornerback in the box, and so it's a favorable running situation. Basically, what you're doing. So with the way defenses will not counter that is, we'll stick a linebacker there, but maybe we'll we'll walk a safety down. Something like that, you know, and, and so that's, that's one of the ways I think you can get them out of some of that too high is if they're looking to stay in some more of that base packages, they leave that linebacker on so you can't run. And I think as far as like the, the lack of running the Packers, I think that's, that's a little more nuanced than just this. This is very high level. Um, you can leave that linebacker on then you then you can walk that if you if you're basically destroying them with that, if you prove, okay, we can run on this or we can pass out of this they run that safety down and now you got single high looks and you can, you can do a little more explosive stuff on the outside of that. Think of he's not here anymore, but think of that all oh, the Devonte Adams slot fades, those things don't work against too high. And so you're basically you're trying to get them out of those two high looks in a single high. If you can prove that you can run effectively or pass effectively with those two back sets, they're forced to, that safety is forced to come down once you put that guy back in the backfield because you're not leaving a cornerback. In the box, you walk a safety down for that and you can generate explosives out of that so that, I mean that's again that's that's some high level and likely a vast overgeneralization but that's, nope. that's a kind of the overriding thought to that
0: I think that's a good general generalization um, so I, I think we we almost have to back up mm-hmm. because as I'm you know been been looking at this team and, and how I think defenses are going to play them are we super sure teams are going to do the too high thing? Like given the receivers that the Packers have, Al Lazard is not going to, I don't think scare, at least in the short term, anyone deep Randall Cobb is not that guy and Sammy Watkins. Hasn't been that guy in five years, probably. Okay. At least three years. Mm -hmm. So, okay. How scared are they going to be off the jump of Romeo Dobbs and, and Christian Watson, Isn't, isn't the like smart MO thing for a defense to say, we're going to man you guys up, play single high and say, you can't run the ball. We dare you to beat our guys one-on-one on the outside.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically here, here's an eight man box. What are you going to do about it? And right. I mean, to some extent, even with the play action, I know this is, you know, the the how a linebacker group responds to play action. Cause the whole idea of a lot of those play action concepts is you pull linebackers up and then you attack what's behind them. That's a lot of, that's a lot of what they'll do and what the 49ers did. I want to bring up this game but 49ers did in the divisional round was they said, we don't care about that because we think our guys up front can beat you guys enough to where we're not going to react. And so as linebackers aren't pulled up, those things aren't, aren't open back there. And so I think, Again, it's easy. It's easy for me to sit back and say, like, I think teams will do that. But like, linebackers <laughs> are taught to like respect the run since like Pop Warner. So like that's that's not necessarily going to be the case. But I do think just the not rise every team of, is Fred Warner either. Yeah, not every team is Fred. That's that's a good point. Thank God for that, right? um <laughs> yeah. but, but uh yeah, I mean, I think more teams may lean into that a little bit more a shuffle step towards the line, take away some of those play action, basically like can you run on our front four and until they can prove that they can do that with the front four or five, you know, that four man front with a linebacker or five man front or whatever, until you prove you can do that, there's no need to walk anyone down. So, I mean, it's, but again, I mean, years up in this as I, as I am with, with some of this, you look at, you look at the numbers and you say it's more efficient to pass and you want to pass, 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 pass. Like you still have to run. And I know the numbers say there's studies of was it was at five plus years ago. I think Ben Baldwin had, had the thing about um, you don't necessarily have to establish a good running game to make play action. Good. You just have to prove you, you are willing to run out of these because you have to get them to react. You're drawing the reaction more than anything uh, at, at a certain point though. Like you do just based on who they're putting in the box. Like if they can stop you with five, they don't have to do anything else. And so right. they can run too high. And if you can't run on them, and so they're gonna have to run. And then that's the question for me, then is can you run out of the two back set? I mean, I that's- think
0: the biggest thing with with the offensive line injuries, mm-hmm. like the Packers weathered the storm last year without Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari yes. Aaron Rodgers was the MVP. Yes, Aaron Rodgers plus time equals success, but Last year, they did it because of Devontae Adams because Mm -hmm. they could throw it against too high, which is kind of not supposed to be what you're what you're supposed to be able to do. But because Devontae is a cheat code, they were able to do that and just be surgical because Aaron Rodgers is an Aaron Rodgers. To your point, I think you, you have to be able to punish them for playing these light boxes. And that's why I'm wondering, Dusty, could we finally see Aaron Rodgers and we saw Jordan Love do it. Run some of these traditional RPO looks, where we're talking about post snap reading the conflict defender to get to make these linebackers move. Okay, linebackers, you're going to chill. All right, then we're going to call these plays where we're reading you and we're going to make you make difficult decisions on the fly.
1: He's done it. He, I think Rodgers. I'm. And I'm. I, he's never talked about this, so I have no idea. I think he doesn't like it. I, think I don't. He think doesn't he, like I it. don't think he does I either. Th- in the floor era, I can recall. I'm going to say I'm going to give them three or four that they've run that way. I can distinctly remember two, uh, and neither of them were complete. One was this past year. I can't remember who it was against, and it was a it was a it was a skinny post of Lazard in the in the red zone. Perfect throw, read the conflict defender, great call, and Lazard drops it. The other one was in 2019 against the Broncos that. Rogers pulls because the linebacker bites, but Von Miller's on the edge. Von Miller jumps in the passing lane. Rogers is forced to pull it down. I think takes eats a sack or, you know, runs for a one yard gain or something like that. So it, again, those are two, those are the two I remember off the top of my head. And if he had any more than that, it was not more than four and they ended roughly the same way. So I, if I were to guess, I, 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 I mean, I've been banging. The, I, I think you and I are both in the same same boat here. Been banging the table for more of those vertical pushing RPOs. I'm reading a book right now on RPOs. So like, how can they fact? How can they do some of this stuff? You read that conflict defender. Some of you're, you're you've always been making them wrong with the Packers game, but it's always been a numbers game with those horizontal stretching ones. I want those vertical pushing ones, and I think they've got the personnel to do it. And to your to your point, I think they're going to have to do to, to generate some of the offense this year. I just I don't think Rogers likes them. And I think as long as he has a say in the offense, as big of the same offense as saying offense he does, I don't think we're going to see him. And I hope I'm wrong on that. I hope they come out. I hope the first call this year is like, if Tunyon's, if Tunyon's healthy, just a little skinny post and you read the conflict linebacker and it's a little, I've been watching just, just highlights of tight end pop passes in the off because I have a sick and disturbed mind. Yep. And I, mm-hmm. that's my first snap of the year. I want to see that. I just, I just, I just think Rodgers doesn't like him. So I'm not holding my breath. We're going to see that until he's gone. I don't think.
0: Listen, uh, Rodgers didn't like play action either and Mm -hmm. didn't like pre-snap motion either. There was just a really good um, piece by Kevin Clark in in The Ringer about how Matt LaFleur had to convince Aaron Rodgers to use motion. And there was a a great anecdote in there about how um, Matt LaFleur basically had to bribe Rodgers with some tempo work so that they could get Mm -hmm. to the motion stuff And, you know, all of a sudden the, you know, the tempo stuff is not working and and LaFleur is like, can we do the motion thing now? And he finally (laughs) sees, okay, there's value in this. And and that's a really cool insight, I think, into their relationship because Aaron Rodgers trusts Matt LaFleur enough to prove it. I don't think you're right, Matt. Prove it. All right. You're right. Okay, then let's do it. And I think it takes um, a, a healthy and mature relationship. It takes two healthy and mature people to work that way, because if you're Aaron Rodgers, you could just say to Matt LaFleur, no, no, we're no, we're not doing this. I'm right. And you're wrong. Um, and he doesn't. And I think that's a, that's a really cool part of um, their relationship. I asked um, Ben Fennel this and you and I have, I think talked about it in, in other different ways offline and on Twitter and other um, venues that we have. How do you, how do you think this offense just based on some of the stuff that they're already doing, I, like I don't think they need to invent new stuff to yeah. fill in for what Devontae Adams is missing. And Aaron Rodgers said, "Like we're not really changing anything. It's all stuff that's already here. Mm-hmm. We're just going to either do it differently or we're going to do it more or we're going to do it better. So how, what, what do you think will change in terms of what they'll lean on with Devontae in Las Vegas?
1: Yeah, I, I talked about this. So I have a hard time remembering. I may have been talking to a wall. I have no idea. Um, but I know there was a there's the, Urban the will quote, do that,
0: Dusty. We've all <laughs> the, been there.
1: I think I'm doing that now. Uh, the <laughs> quote, the, the quote that's been going around uh, that I think LaFleur said or Roger said or something was last year. Uh, was like 80% of the yeah. concepts went through Adam something to that effect, which is mm-hmm. which is just Rogers just repeated
0: the, it to Kevin Clark in that article.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and you think like, on its face, that's insane. That's insane. But a lot of what they'll do is it's designed. He's the first read or a lot of that. They run that um, trips to one side or quads, uh, the, basically the overloaded. So you've got three or four receivers on one side and Adams is the guy the, on the on the backside and you're running a your concept to the front side. So you're running a concept with your three or four guys and you've got your dagger or spot or whatever is you're running. And then he's the ISO on the back, guy on the backside. And you're saying you've got a three-way go, you're a slant, you're a hitch, you're a, you're a go route, something like that. Beat your guy. However, he's leveraged. And if we, and if we like the leverage, and I know what you're going to do. I'm throwing to you. That doesn't change. Like, like to your point, the offense is still the offense. You're it's what that backside guy is doing. What you're doing to accommodate for Adams. And that's, and that's good. Defenses would take that away in the playoffs and it kind of bit them a little bit, but I mean, that's, so when you say like 80% of it goes through that offense, like that's, that's true and false. Like you said, it's not an overhaul of the offense. It's just an overhaul of how you're looking at the offense. And so that's been my, the thing I've been thinking about uh, this off season has been that bad. You're not getting out of quads. You're not getting out of those looks. You're still going to have that ISO backside guy. And that ISO backside guy is not Devonte Adams. So what does he do? Um, and I think just based on how they have it based on, on the guys they have, I think it just, I think it becomes, I think you see, Some more gives on Jet. Um, Some of the Jet Sweep stuff, I think you see some more gives on that. I think you see some more um, uh, like designed wide receiver screens, not necessarily like the RPO bubble stuff, but designed wide receiver screens to get, say, Christian Watson in space. And I think for those quad sets, those overload sets, I think you see that back guy is just your more pure speed guy. He's not Devontae Adams. He's not your technician. Because you have to... Mm-hmm. If you think about it, if you've got you, like you're I'm talking to you, you know, this, if you've got your overloaded set, you've got three guys to one side you got one guy to one side, the defense, you need the defense to respect the three, because if they don't, you got them beat there. So how do you do that? Is you get, they've got to respect the guy on the other side. And so if you, if, if basically they think we can overload this side with our defenders and we got one-on-one on the backside, like the concept side is tougher to, to get because you've got your safety capping everything essentially. So you need that backside guy to do something. And that guy's not Devante Adams. Well, that guy can beat you with speed. And so I think we're going to see a lot of, you know, not, not upfront because he's not really done much, but Christian Watson, Dobbs, you know, maybe even Tanya and anyone who like, you can muscle because we've seen, we've seen uh, Tanya do some of that stuff in the past. I think we're going to see more kind of speed physicality on that outside with a lot more go routes and some of the, the stuff that, that, that Adams has done in the past. That was a rambling answer. I don't know if that's what you're looking for. I, that's no, that's I liked been it. my I liked thought it. in this.
0: I liked it. Um, I, I actually think that's why two rays on the team and Juan Winfrey is not because he is more yeah. explosive vertically and they know that they need that. I think in order, like we, we talked about a concept that they ran a couple times um, in the, that Saints game, that is uh, a play action shot play. And, and one of the things that we talked about on your stream was it was the kind of play that requires details, but not high end route running because yeah. you are, you, it, it wins because of the leverage that it creates on the defense. And like Romeo Dobbs has a really nice release package. Mm-hmm. He's not a high level route runner yet. Christian Watson we don't really know anything about what what he can do on the field right now, but he had a, a limited route tree uh, in, in college. He went to the senior bowl and showed some, some more on um, in one-on-ones and in, and in some of the team stuff, but like we'll see what, what that looks like. And then we sort of know what the other guys are, are bringing to bear there, but you know, John Winfrey and Romeo Dobbs running these, you know whether it's dagger whether it's yankee some of these what are essentially two man shot play routes mm-hmm. don't require high level route running but they do require details you know we talked about running at the safety to create this conflict be, being closer together condensing mm-hmm. the routes to give safeties problems like these are the kinds of things that they're going to have to do to find ways to create these explosives when we we talk about 21 you and I are you, me, and Ben Fennel need to like make T-shirts or something yes. with either Lil Sebastian or Genuine or both <laughs> for the Pony Package. Um, I like. I would love for them to run that that RPO that they they sort of killed the Rams with, um, where you can either give to AJ Dillon. My listeners are sick of hearing me say this. This is like my favorite play that the Packers run, <laughs> or you have that swing screen to Aaron Jones. And I think they're going to run it with Amari Rogers and Aaron Jones mm-hmm. and Amari Rogers and AJ Dillon and AJ Dillon and Aaron. Like, I think there's so many ways they could do with Randall Cobb if they wanted, they could do with Christian Watson if they wanted. Yes. Um, what, what do you think 21? Cause we, we have been hearing all summer, this is going to be a big part of their offense. What do you think 21 <laughs> allows them to do
1: differently this year? it's funny because we say 21, but like, I think Amari Rogers is a big part of that. What's, what's technically is 11. We talked about this recently. We talked about this this past week has been like, that's a pony package look with a wide receiver back there. So like, it's not technically 21, but like for all intents and purposes, it's 21. But yeah, I mean, I think, think you're making the defense declare. That's why it's
0: such a useful thing to do is because, okay, it's 11 personnel technically, but now he's in the backfield. So how are you going to play him? And if you can hand him the ball, well, now do you have to play him with a
1: linebacker? Like yeah. Rogers ripped so like a seven yard run or something like he, if he right. can read a block, uh he becomes right. dangerous and then you can do some of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it, it, it changes a lot of the math again, like you're looking at, if you're looking at a team that you're trying to run out of too high or you're trying to run into a light box. Like you're trying to either, the whole idea is removing a guy from the, from the run fit or creating a mismatch on the outside, uh, with, with a linebacker on a wide receiver or a linebacker on a running back. If you're, if you're looking 21 personnel, like that's what you're trying to do. You're you're what's our advantageous situation. How can we create an advantageous situation here? And I think that's what, with, with some of the personnel they have, and that's why, I mean, the speed helps because it, it causes the deep part of the field to respect you, even if maybe you don't necessarily deserve respect yet, just because the, like all it takes is one false step and you're, you're five yards on the field. Um, right. But yeah, I think it, it's you're creating with some of the stuff on the backfield too. You're creating angles. We saw, say, not uh, this is a little too on the nose, but think of like a, like an angle route. Some of the angle routes they scored touchdowns with last year. Some of those those choice routes, which is you know you kind of you break. I don't know what, like the 90 degree angle, 45 degree angle, whatever, out of the backfield, you read the leverage and then you go from there. Like you make, you make the guy wrong, which then you can do if you're creating mismatches in that way as well. And so I think we're going to see some more of those, like I said, maybe some of those overloads, we got the kind of a three by two look or a three by one with a running back in the backfield where the running back then has a choice route against a linebacker, something like that, which you can do, because then if you, if you read that beforehand, we've got an advantageous run, look this way. And you're not, you're not, it's not an RPO. Because you're declaring this pre-snap, but you got those two running backs back there. What does the box looks like? What is our leverage? If we run this guy on, you know, an angle route, do we have leverage there? If not, then we can that, and we've got the, we've got the wrong call here. So I think it, it you're basically all it is. You know, that's that's a lot of words, a lot of which probably I confuse myself. Um, you're trying to change the math in the box is essentially what you're doing. You're trying to, I, I try to look at it as like, you're, you're trying to create advantageous run looks for yourself. If you don't look like that, then you have an advantageous pass run. And, and with a guy like AJ Dillon, who has shown that he can catch passes. Um, that was the knocking in of Medical college. He can catch passes. And Aaron Jones, who was a gifted receiver. Uh, you've got two guys who can do that, one a little better than the others. And you throw Mario Rogers into the mix. My guy, Mario Rogers, I'm glad we're talking about him. Uh, that is that, Again, you have to prove you can run with him. But if you can, all you're doing, man, you're, you're just, you create those angles, just create those angles. You take the one that looks the best to you. And I think they can do that with the package they have.
0: I don't know why Packer fans have been so quick to just say, my Rogers sucks and will always suck and cannot be useful in this offense. But that is the nature of fandom. Sometimes I get it. I have been saying, um, I think this will be the return to what I in 2020 kept calling, um, the modern NBA offense that they were running. It was layups, free throws and threes. A lot of short passes, a lot of deep shots, and Mm -hmm. then just the free stuff. Just give me the free stuff, the easy boots, the Mm -hmm. defined reads. I think we're going to get back to that essentially because they have to. And we will be following all the stuff that you are doing as you break it down every week because you do it as well as anyone. Um, Let my listeners know where they can find all of the stuff that you are doing throughout the season.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you can follow me on Twitter, that's where I have everything. It's at, at Dusty Evely. Um, I write uh, what, weekly at She Said TV, a couple of weekly things at Pack Report, and uh, I've got uh, DustyEvely.substack.com that I'm doing, I'm trying to do a dedicated thing every week going through the year where I'm tracking their RPO usage, which, I don't know, man, fingers crossed, it's more vertical stuff. So it's not just, here's here's a bubble, here's a flat. Uh, I want to I want to be more interesting than that. Uh, so, so yeah, but I'll, I'll be shouting about it from the rooftops on Twitter. So if you follow me there, I, I won't shut up about it.
0: Awesome. Thanks, Dusty. I appreciate it, man. Thanks, Peter. Thanks to Dusty. Awesome to talk to him. Another Summer Friday is complete. Um, thanks for making Locked On Packers your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Ultimate Football Preview 2022. An eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season, the local team experts of the Locked On Podcast Network. That is me. Plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of Locked On Bets all combined into one Ultimate NFL Preview. Search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get Podcasts. All right, back next week, having some fun. It is almost time for the actual games to start, which means we are having the most fun we can possibly have because Packer football, for real, on the field, regular season, the games that count in the standings. We've almost made it. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked On Packers fan hotline, you can do that 920-341-3775. Stay, Locked on Packers.